Hello, hello, lovely listeners. We are in for such another fun episode today. I am joined by four brilliant time hackers and time hacker coaches. And today is all about you getting to know them, getting some behind the scenes about the experience. I will be honest, you have probably listened to the previous two episodes and noticed that like maybe sometimes I tend to dip into speaking more about time hackers because this program is so new. These are like the first graduates of the program. Um, and also I just think they're they are so intertwined. Um, I do think one of the things I will say that we'll speak about today is I do think I saw all of you become even like deeper time hackers through becoming time hacker coaches, which was really fun and even get some different perspectives there. Um, but enough of me talking. I would love for each of you to come on and introduce yourselves. Just go ahead, unmute yourselves, jump in. Let's go. I'll go first <laughs> so we don't sit in silence. I'm Kimberly Jarman. Um, I am a mindset and leadership coach for women. Yay. Hi, Kim. You know, what? actually, when you first join, when you first introduce yourself, I think it would be fun for people to get a perspective of like, what made you even want to like enter the time hacking world? Time hackers or time hackers become an ex- exceptional coach. I think just like the first entry into the world, because a lot of yeah. people actually aren't in either. So just okay. like, yeah, first entry. I had lots of stories around time. I thought time is where my results came from. And I also had negative stories about me and time. Like I've always been told I'm late. I'm not good at time management. And so then if time was responsible for my results and I'm not good at it, it was this like, insurmountable mountain like how am I ever going to get what I want in my life and so that's what drew me to time hackers yes but actually Kim's right both because one of the first things I said to them before we recorded was I'm going to balance this equally at least between time hackers and become a time hacker coach and the first thing I did was the opposite and Kim corrected me so Kim please share the answer to also being drawn to become a time hacker coach that's funny um yeah so time well, I lo- we all love Vicky, right? Vicky's brain is an exceptional coaching brain, the way she sees things. Um, so the opportunity to be able to enter into a container where I didn't have to have certain prior coaching certifications to get into, um, that I was just welcome to come in as the coach that I am and improve my one-on-one, my group, my uh, corporate coaching and learn from Vicky was just a great opportunity that I wanted to take advantage of. Thank you. Thanks so much. Okay, Emily, will you unmuting yourself next? I absolutely will. Hello, hello. I'm Emily Slahetka. I am actually very happy to say that I am the director of operations for Time Hackers Limited. Woohoo! Mm-hmm. Um, I also do one-on-one coaching and I primarily work with clients on time hacker concepts, which is exactly why I wanted to join the become a time hacker coach group so that I could officially work with time hacker concepts with my clients and also work with existing time hackers. So people in the time hacker group, I love being part of the room. I've learned so much. And the reason that I originally joined time hackers a couple of years ago is because I have a full-time job. I work in it corporate, and I always felt really overwhelmed by my calendar. I would look at my calendar and just kind of face plant into the week. (laughs) 
And I've, I've always been really intrigued by, is it Tim Ferriss that wrote the five hour week or whatever, four hour week? Yeah, I've always been really intrigued on how to be productive and focus time to value add work without working 40, 60 plus hours a week. Um, the mission of Time Hackers is really personally um, important to me because I see so many colleagues who are further in their career having terrible health impacts from overworking and honestly not really living much of the life because all they do is work. And it's just so glorified in the corporate world. It's like, there's gotta be a better way. We can't do this. So those were my reasons for Time Hackers and then Time Hacker, become a Time Hacker coach. I mean, the, it's just so wonderful I'm sure we'll speak more about this, but to connect more with the coaches, I think that was my absolute favorite part, just to deepen relationships. It was incredible. Yes, thank you. Thanks, Emily. Who's next? Okay, Benita, you want to unmute? Hi, everybody. I am Benita, and I have been a college professor for 20 years. I teach at Smith College, which is the largest women's college in the United States. And I'm a psychology professor. And speaking of health, I also am a health psychologist. So I research how society gets under the skin and influences health. And, you know, Emily, when you were talking about corporate, I was thinking a lot about academia, which has its own version of grind. And, um, and feelings of too much to do feelings and realities in some ways. And I am also um, a mother of twins. One has special needs. He didn't sleep until he was eight. And I was really <laughs> tired to say the least. Um, and so through that experience, I came and I, I got tenure the year that my children were born. And tenure is like a seven, 10 year sprint, five year sprint to have this job for life. And uh, yeah, I was just, beyond exhausted. And through that, it took me maybe a year or so to heal from that. And I wanted to become a rest coach, actually, to take all the learnings that I had and share with other people. And more recently, I've been interested in how we take these academic learnings and help people use them practically. Um, my experience is that I joined Time Hackers at the same time I joined Become a Time Hacker Coach. And that's something I really appreciate with Vicki's invitation, that that is something that is totally time hackery, right? That you make the decision to belong. And one thing I found is that the best way for me to learn stuff is to teach it. So I was uh, very attracted, Vicki, to um, to you and your work and this balance between intensity and hacking, but also like this really expansive, grounded, resting being. Um, yes, so that's that's my story. Thank you. I got here. Thanks, Benita. Helen, hello. Hello, so cool to be with you all, thanks. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm Helen, Helen Lara. I'm a queer feminist and uh, I'm a, a values and burnout coach. And um, why I came here, I think, well, I mean, I think I've 
I, I came across you, Vicky, like a, a long time ago, like maybe one and a half, two years or something. And I, I've been following uh, well, what you do, what you work on. I always found it so intriguing. And I joined Rest Week. And that's when I got, you know, like talked to you for the first time and then kind of got deeper into the, the topics. And what really spoke to me was this idea the very basic idea that it's not about time I think all of you have mentioned it somehow so I was like whoa okay because I'd always thought that um I always just wanted to do things you know just like kind of jump into things and just get started and not kind of wait for the credentials or work my way up or do kind of do this this old school ladder climbing um and I just love that you were like, actually, you don't need that. And for my whole life, I'd always heard, well, that's the way you do it, right? <laughs> so I was like, okay, I think this is it. And then, then I had this moment, I don't know if you remember, it was in December, <laughs> when another coach actually posted one of these um, like word puzzles, which is just like, um, um, uh, there's just like letters on a grid and, and there's words hidden in them. And um, the first word I saw in there was time. And, and, you know, it was just kind of a setup of like, okay, the first word you see is the word for 2023. And I remember like thinking of you and I was just like, Vicky, I think it's happening this year. <laughs> this was okay this year I'm finally gonna make this a priority and then like one or two months later you announced that you were like looking for time hacker coaches I'm just like you've got to be kidding me and uh -huh. it was really it was just a one second decision which is like okay I gotta find the money and I gotta be in that room so this is how I got here and um yeah it just for me it just feels like okay this is this is the right time this is the right thing mm, yes I absolutely remember because we were just DMing on Instagram a little bit back and forth with fun stuff and another fun thing about you is I just remember like straight away you changed your Instagram handle to like time hacker coach and obviously we've spoken about it since and it is very time hackerish but it's just like owning the identity on day one instead of just so everyone knows like everyone graduated last week we're in the graduation process now in terms of like reviewing and everything um but I just loved how you were like no I like what Vicky teach like you implemented what I teach which is like we don't need someone else to give us permission to to own who we want to be so I love that um yeah, I would love to hear from each of you what it means to you to be a time hacker coach versus what you thought it was going to be. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead and unmute yourselves. Or jump in. I'll jump in. It's Benita. One of the promises that you made at the beginning or, you know, as you were enrolling people was that we would become excellent coaches, right? And and that you would be providing a container for that, support around that. I don't know if this was in, explicit in my mind, but it, it in some ways I was expecting something kind of linear, like here are the checklist, here are the milestones, here are the goals. My experience of that was not that at all it was very very flowy and almost mystical 
and I think part of that was about you kept orienting us. This is how I heard it back towards our own minds and hearts and bodies, right? And developing that self-trust or reclaiming that self-trust about what it is that we want and think. And so for me, that was the biggest surprise and also a delight. I kept coming back to this idea of pleasure and joy and connection. And that's the thing that creates not as others have spoken about, you know, hitting other people's milestones or push, push, pushing. There can be a time for that, but I think the difference is that it's an internally chosen, um, you know, task if I'm going to do a sprint or something like that. And so this is really consistent also with how you've set up time hackers in terms of having um, challenges around uh, that are basically about fun and following the fun. And for me, at the very beginning, um, parallel, you know, being in Time Hackers and become a Time Hacker coach, I just saw such results when I was centering something that I really wanted. And I guess that sounds obvious, uh, but a lot of times we think we want something that's really somebody else's dream for us. And, it, but it, for, in my case, it was something that seemed so mundane, you know, like clearing out some piece of my house or about of my living space. And that brought me such tremendous joy that ended up being a cascade for other things. Yeah. Yeah. So to answer your question, not checklists. <laughs> they have to be not checklists. It was very sensory and this internal felt sense in my experience. Yes. And I love what you say because I do think I, I know I spent most of my 20s clouded by like what I wanted, which was definitely not what I wanted it's what everyone else wanted for me which is fine as like as you know that happens but I think like being an excellent coach is about like clearing out the shoulds and the have tos and the structures and the rules and the check you know everything that we think makes an excellent coach which sets a bar that dehumanizes us and what you just shared was really my intention which is like and we've spoken about this all of us together how like everyone's a very different coach and I think that's such a gift to our clients who get to coach with you those of you that choose to work with us um because it's like there's not like 10 Vickies and there's only 10 style you know I just think it's such a gift that we get to be more of ourselves and that that's what makes an excellent coach I'm just looking at my hair um so thank you for pointing that out Benita so, so the news said it. Oh, sorry, Helen or Emily. Go for it, Kim. Okay, Benita said it so well. So I'm so glad I let her go first. Um, because I was, I like structure. I was wanting those checklists. I was wanting that linear, like educational system structure. Um, and my work, because I've been a time hacker over a year before. I came in as a coach um, and my work has always been, and I don't know if you know this, Vicky, but like, she's always pushed me. Like, you got to trust yourself. You got to trust yourself. Like it was never about anything else other than like pushing me to trust myself. And there's been so much resistance around that because there's fear and vulnerability around that and the risk of failure. Right. And so I wanted that structure because I'm shielded by, I did your checklist and this didn't work and it's not my fault, right? Versus when it's like, 
I like to call it wild, where it's like this wild <laughs> sensory experience, I guess is what Benita called it. Like there's no structure. It puts me in such a vulnerable situation because then if I fell, it's on me. Mm-hmm. Right? Like there was no, like, it's all on me. And so it was this real push-pull experience for me through the Time Hackers coach training because it was like, I want structure. You're not giving me structure. You're asking me to trust myself. You're asking me to figure out what is an exceptional coach, but I came to you to tell me what an exceptional coach is (laughs) and to give me your blessing that I am. Um, So it was this, I love how Benita phrased it. Like it was this playful experience for her. And for me, it was like this, to be honest, this painful like having to like rip layers off and like face myself in the mirror and like Mm -hmm. there was no place to go I had to like if I'm going to survive through this I have to deal with me and I have to like find like I have to walk through this does that make sense totally totally makes sense and it sounds like it was just like very exposing for you but in a way that you've been guided to before and I think one of the things that I loved is I really saw this as a collaborative experience between all of us. Mm-hmm. And Kimberly, sometimes you would drive questions and opportunities for structure and I, I would listen and actually implement them and they would actually create more value for everyone else because I don't think like my way is the right way. And, the, you know, I, don't, I think it is a dance that we all did together beautifully. And I hope you would agree that while you were going through this, like, deep unlearning or reconnection or expose exposure which is that one of the things that I wanted to build around this program was like tremendous support and I think like even between you all like so many opportunities and almost like there was a little bit of a checklist requirement to coach each other and get coached because it is like it was a very like exposing opening experience yeah and you did such a good job or we did you, yeah, but we did such a good job of creating acceptance and safety for one another, right? Because we're also very different. Um, and it was never like because of who I am, and I'm like, y- and you want you're like kicking and screaming a little bit, Kim, while the rest of us are like cool with this. Like it was never a rejection of Kim. It was like, yeah, we got you. You you get to you get to splash out there in the pools, totally fine. Um, so I loved that, and I loved that um, you made me step up and be a leader. Mm-hmm. And nobody's ever made me do that, right? Like I had to step up and be like I I need some structure. <laughs> like here's some questions. But if you'd never put me in that situation, I I'm not forced to like step up and advocate and take some leadership, and so there was just so much growth for me as a whole human. Thank you so much for sharing. I love, this is Emily. I love Benita and Kim, what you have shared already. And I think the power of the room, Benita, I think you posted in our private Facebook group, something about this, but the power of the room was such that it was very much in Vicky's mind, non-hierarchical, which is how you operate, Vicky. And I think instead of us passively coming in and consuming a program, we actually created it together. 
which was so incredible. Like we created, there was some structure built in, but we, we expanded on that and created something so much different. And when I think about each of the people that are in the program, each of you stands so uniquely on your own. It's such a beautiful, like each of you have so much power and beauty yourselves. And then when you bring it all together, it's an incredible collage. And I love what we created together. Um, just as a teaser, the next round of Become a Time Hacker Coach, we'll have some checklists in case you're a checklist person. <laughs> um, but I wanted to share my experience, and I think it's no coincidence, my energy is like pretty strong these days, and I think it's no coincidence that Benita, Kim, and Helen, each of you are on the podcast today with me, because when I think of my overall experience, you three have had like the milestone moments for me that created my experience. And for me, becoming a time hacker coach was about slowing down and accepting myself. I've struggled my whole life with left brain, right brain, like always feeling like I have to be analytical and like the energetic spiritual part of me is whatever on the side. And I've had experiences with each of you that have allowed me to slow down and accept both of those parts of me and value both of them. Benita, you and I did a one-on-one -on -one coaching call and the way that you coached me, you just went right into the energetics of like, how do you feel and like processing and the sensory. And I was like, holy bleep, I can coach like that. Like I always want to coach like that. And you just went out and did it and you created such a powerful example to me that it was okay. And I didn't only have to coach that way with like the people that I had pre-assumed were okay with that. I could just do it with anyone. That was so powerful for me. And I especially love that you are somebody from academia. So it gave my brain that safety, like it's okay. You can be analytical, smart, and also tap into the energy. So thank you so much for that experience. Um, Helen, it's no coincidence that you're a values coach because you brought values up quite a bit throughout the program. And for me, I wanted to discount what you were saying and push it to the side and say, we'll do that later when we have time. That's not a, important right now. That's not something that we need to focus on. And that was a huge growth moment for me to recognize that we actually can't build a company if we don't have the values that we want to operate from. Like that is the foundation. And that's what we have to focus on first. Everything else is secondary to that. And Vicki and I have had a lot of conversations about the business often generated from something that you've brought up. So I really appreciate that you have the bravery to say some of those things that maybe aren't like comfortable for people to hear and to just to trust that people will hear it. And so that, that was a huge growth moment for me to say like, actually let's slow down and absorb this and think about that. So thank you so much for that. Um, and then Kim, you and I, connected like right away. I think we have a lot of the same energy. And then we, we've had some fun sharing Marco Polo videos over the course of um, Become a Time Hacker Coach. But um, a lot of people describe you as like fierce and strong and like just this kind of warrior type of energy. And I actually see you as this like super cuddly teddy bear who just has so much tender love. I felt like you were my biggest cheerleader during the whole thing. And just on it, like just accepted me without any question. Like it was never a question, just like, yep, you're awesome exactly as you are. And like, keep killing it. Like you're killing is probably not the right word to use. Keep crushing it. <laughs> um, and so I just, it's really nice to 
have those people cheering you on. I think that's so important. And I think that's something that this room brought. Everybody was always cheering each other on. There was never cattiness or like weird back channeling that you sometimes get in groups of women. I just felt so supported and it was just really, really wonderful. So thank you, Kim, for making my experience so much stronger. Yes, I agree with you. I think like the room and the value everyone bought for themselves and for each other. One of the very first things that I speak about in a lot of the rooms that I create, but especially ones that are like time limited, like this one in terms of like not time, everyone starts at the same point is, you know, so often out there in the world, our weakness is seen as like something to hide away and don't let other people find out. But my experience and what we did in this room and what I do in like I say, a lot of the rooms are everyone joining at the same time is straight away encourage people to bring out their, I call them superpowers, but it's like outside in the world, it's seen as a weakness. It's seen as a problem. You've been told to hide that. You've been told to behave. You've been told to be quiet. You've been told it's a problem. You've been told it's disruptive. And it's like, that is the gift that you bring the room. And Emily going through each of you just like perfectly encapsulated that um, as the example, but really, you know, we can, I think we can speak about everyone in the room about like the superpowers that they brought. And in fact, we did at graduation now, remembering. Um, but yeah, I, I think that there was something very special in the community and that's not something only I can build. It's something I can facilitate, but it's something everyone participates in. Um, so thank you for pointing that out, Emily. Hello. Oh, the question of, <laughs> what you expect. Sorry, I pushed the wrong button. Okay, it's fine. Ah, right. <laughs> I'm like, what's the question? I was like, oh, let me repeat it again. It's okay, it's okay. No, I mean, I mean, thank you, uh, Emily, um, you know, for, for your words. And um, yeah, I can, I guess I can only, I can only agree with, with all of your takes and that um, I think at the very beginning, like in the first session, Vicky, you did set the stage for the kind of support that we would give each other. And I really appreciate that. It was really, there was like from the start built in that, you know, trust yourself, believe yourself you already are an excellent coach and really mine for that evidence. And I feel like we, we went through a whole like story arc <laughs> in the container, which is so beautiful because I think we had so much meta coaching going on, you know, with every person. It's just like, you know, thoughts about the program and thoughts about like, the experience of being in it and it was wonderful I think to have that space and it 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 in a way it was risky you know I do think that we exposed a lot of ourselves by um by by showing our concerns and our fears and even our disagreement um but we kind of took it, you know, we took it seriously when we were like, okay, Vicky, if you say we're going to be this open community, here it is. <laughs> and, you know, I bet like for any of us, it was a lot to take in at any given moment in time. And we processed through that as well. Um, <laughs> and I just love how that was all 
not only accepted, but welcomed. And, um, and how you really took that as, like you heard it and you took it as a way to enhance the program, to expand it, to, to make it even more. And I think that is, that is a very healing experience, actually, to be in this container and be like, kind of like, if I, I'm just talking from my own experience, feel a little bit like I'm rebelling against what is going on and just bringing up, hey, we need to talk about values. We need to talk about, I want to hear your values. I want to, <laughs> and I brought it up again and again. <laughs> and, um, and then being like, yeah, that's okay. You know, we, this is actually making it better and this is allowed to be there and I am still or even all the more a part of this community and that uh yeah I think that is really an for me that is the antidote to hustle culture and you know like that just leads to burnout and all of these things that are just so pervasive that most of us I think have like an experience of um it's like community and coming back together and holding each other and reminding each other what is actually important, what we actually want to go back to. Um, and even looking at the, the things that are different between us and speaking them and holding space for them and, and letting that all be there and kind of, but, and still, still always connect to the foundation of we got each other's backs we support each other we are here for each other and nothing is of limits um yeah that is that that was truly magical yeah even as you speak it, it is magical and I think it's like for people listening just if you are creating containers and thinking I want to do that it's very important to allow for the relationships and the trust and the connection first and not just to um throw people into that kind of conversation um and what I loved about this group in particular like the first cohort is like you really it really was an example of time hacking right starting iterating learning we ended up adding an extra month ended up bringing in two outside trainers um and just really like don't like and those are things that going forward I actually will always want a trauma-informed expert to come I'll always want a DEI expert to come like you know just like but again with the next cohort maybe there's things that they'll say that will adjust differently like I'm, I'm so open to it and I think the reason why it was all able to happen so well is because from the outset I saw it as a co-creation and I think if leaders uh, creators see it as theirs then someone saying this isn't working or this could be improved becomes a problem. And I think when you truly see it as a co-creation from the outset, I think what we created in this room was so much bigger, better, more magical, more powerful, more like radical and eye-opening also for me than what I initially envisioned because we all lifted, because we all contributed. Um, there's no way I, I I don't think a single person can create what what we've created um so thank you all for your involvement in that I always get really emotional please calm down um is there anything that you guys want to share about the experience um that maybe I've not 
asked or anything that you wanted me to ask today I'm just mindful because there's four of you um that like you know it may be that not everyone wants to answer the same question it may be that you each like this is one question I would love to have been asked or this is one thing that I want to share um then I would encourage you to do that and if not then that's okay I can keep asking questions too I'll jump in just because we have been talking about it earlier. I really going into it, I didn't have any expectations, but I was blown away by how much I learned from the one-to-one -one coaching with each of the coaches in the program. I, I was not expecting, I was expecting to have like a good coaching experience, but I wasn't expecting to take away so much from each coach and just see how many incredible ways there are to coach people and to have an incredible experience as a client. Like I learned so much. I feel like I could write a whole book on all the notes I took. Maybe I, maybe I will, mm -hmm. but that was such a beautiful gift that you gave to us to do the peer to peer coaching. Yeah. Yeah. I would, uh, that was my favorite part is the one-on-one -on -one coaching that we had. Um, I set out from the I'm type A uh, from the onset. I'm like, okay, we're supposed to coach each other. If I, here's my plan to coach every single one of them over the 16 weeks. And I think I ended up coaching with everyone, everyone. And I don't coach coaches, right? And I didn't go through like an official coach training where I was like coaching other coaches all the time. So that was a new experience for me. And just like the difference between coaching coaches and coaching people that are new to the coaching world. Um, so the level of confidence and validation that I got to build by like being coached and coaching with these coaches was just an incredible gift that I don't feel like I could have got anywhere else. And um, just to have, how many is there? 15 of us? Mm -hmm. To have 15 like expert brains and you have access to all of them to coach you every week, like that's time hacking, right? Like, cause then I could process through things. I could overcome things faster. And I am like, Benita, like I learned by teaching. So then for me to turn around and coach and then get feedback, it was just, I do think now, like I am such a better coach because of that. Yes. Yeah. I think it's like the coaching and the feedback and the giving of feedback. It's like not just receiving it, but giving it and participating. That was one of my favorite things to see. And that's why we create, we did create a, a little bit of structure or at least offer it for you guys, like a, a format to follow on that. But that was, that for me is like the fastest way to learn. It's like receive, absorb, teach, review. Like what? That's like, superpower super like super time hacking right there and just by the way for anyone listening possibly by the time this goes live you can get one-to-one -one coaching with a time hacker coach and also potentially the coaches that you're listening to today so maybe the link will be in the show notes if it's already live or it, get will, be. it, it will, will be yeah it will be so you can coach with all of us um yes yes you can get yeah one-to-one -one coaching exactly like um what Kim was saying with experts supporting you, you can book five sessions a week if you want, you can book one session a month, whatever it is. Um, but I think that's just a fun thing that you guys are sharing about the one-to-one -one coaching and people can actually access it. Um, I wanted to jump in about the feedback part because I think a lot of times feedback is a veiled way to offer weaponization. <laughs> 
And it was not that. And so maybe there's even a different word, but it was with love, right? And it was building upon superpowers and strengths and um, offering information and perspective. That's how I received it. And it's such a neat way to, to learn and for us to be more of ourselves when we yeah, feel like, oh, wow, people can see what it is that I have to offer and, and can see more than I can see for myself sometimes. So that was something that was important. I mean, for me, there are many different um, opposites, right? So Vicki, you ended up speaking about the collective. That's how I heard of it, right? Like this is bigger than any one of us individually. And also, as many of you said, and as our listeners here can see, each of us is so different. And also we have so much in common, right? Like there's this way that we have this feminist vision. Our feminist visions might be different than each other's, um, but this idea of nurturing community, learning from each other, but the individual differences were so powerful, right? Like just even demographically, we're from different countries, <laughs> different levels of education, um, different ages, different parental status, different sexual orientation, and different cultural backgrounds. Um, and yet we started with this foundation rather than necessarily, I mean, right, it's like these tensions. As you were saying, we need to build some relationships, but starting with the prior that what if we could, let's start from that, that you belong in this room and then look for evidence as opposed to the other way around, right? Seeing what comes at us and then make the story around it, us. So collective versus individual, that was something that came up for me over and over again. Um, one of my biggest lessons, well, also, you know, Kim, you were pointing out that like I had this playful and flowy vibe. It's true. And that is, and also I was like terrified a lot. Right. And so to see that these things could coexist, right. That we only need the one or 2% belief when we get to orient toward what it is that we want to grow. But that for me, the lesson that kept coming up is conditions don't have to be perfect or even perfectly right. I just need to decide what it is that I want. Um, and so I found that sometimes I feel like I'm not ready to coach these, this person in front of me. Well, I'm going to do it and I'm just the person to do it and let's see and let's learn from that. So that was really important um, that I can just show up as I am, not be punished for making mistakes, but how is it that we can learn from that? Um, I think what other opposites? Anyway, I was thinking a lot about, uh, about those those contrasts and how I got so much from that. And yeah, this idea of belongingness too, that if you come in deciding that you belong and that is the value as uh, Helen was talking about of wh where we're starting from, then that's part of what we're going to end up creating. I wanna say too, that for me, one of my favorite phrases is humanity reclamation project. And I think this is a humanity reclamation project. We get to be, more of ourselves, we get to have our humanness, we get to show up messy, and that doesn't have to hold us back from creating the world that we want. In fact, that's what the world we want is like. So true. Thank you for sharing. And and even for everyone listening, I love how you really broke down about like the diversity in the room. And and I would even say for anyone listening, like it's it's not a requirement that you are already a coach. 
in order to be in this room. It's not a requirement that you've got a certain certification already, like Kim said, to be in this room. It's not a requirement that you have a certain background or degree or like if there's anything that you think is like qualifying you out from being in this room and you want to be in this room, like we do things differently here. And I, I hope that's coming across, but I just really want to make that point explicitly clear. Um, so thank you for that. And I want to jump into something Kim also said earlier, which was about, right, all these excellent coaches, because it's not necessarily because of the certification, right? It is because of the humanity that each person could bring us and then the the mirror that they hold up for us and the decision that we make that this person in front of me is an excellent coach and what is here for me. Mm. So that was powerful for me. Yes, thank you. Thanks so much, Benita. Hello. Yeah, I also want to expand on that. Um, so yeah, that it's this, because we also started teaching right away, right? <laughs> I think we were like maybe three months in, two or three months in, and then each of us started um, <laughs> started teaching in the relay sprint. And we started off in the group, kind of testing it out, you know, <laughs> but it really pushed us. And I mean, for me, I perceived it as a very beneficial type of pressure, you know, or push that it was like, okay, now we're going to teach it. So look at the material and make it your own and teach it in your own way. And there was, I mean, we did, so we did start off like synthesizing and making videos and you did give us awesome feedback on what we might want to expand on or what, what we could add or be mindful of. But other than that, I mean, and it was really, it, it felt to me really that it came from a place of this is something you could look at if you want to, to just make it even better, right? Or something that you could add even more to. So it was really came from a place of support and wanting to make it like enhance it for, for everyone. And other than that, there was no secret monitoring <laughs> of, oh, do, do they do it the way I want to? you know, in the background, like none of that was going on because what happens in the, like in the outside world, like outside of this container <laughs> a lot or what I've perceived and what I've also felt harmed by a lot is that like openly, it's always like the words are all there, you know, or this is transparent. This is non-hierarchical. My door is always open. This is like flat hierarchies. This is, um, you know, every everybody's equal. Everybody gets to, to do their work their way. And then there is like clandestine ways of monitoring people or, you know, kind of being like observant about their behavior, being noting, oh, but you, I, I saw that you were doing it that way, or I saw, you know, or then correcting with hindsight. So I've experienced that that a lot, um, and that was kind of, and and I know in the beginning it was kind of a glitch in my system where I was just like, but didn't you say all of those words, and now this is happening? Like, what is, you know, that that kind of weird paradox of what people say and what people do in in positions of power, and um, yeah, it was so freeing and and amazing it was just incredible to experience that this wasn't the case at all here that you were really walking your talk and you were saying you know what I believe in you and I, I know you're time hackers I know you 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 are able to 
like use your brain, look at the material and distill whatever is like relevant to you and make it your own and add your own experience to it and just go into the world and, and show the world basically. And yeah, that was beautiful. Yeah, it's so fun. It was one of the most fun things, I think, in the program. So I'm glad you brought it up and we didn't skim over it. So just for everyone listening, I was able to hire everyone that wanted to, to actually build a video, a Q&A on specific videos that they felt connected to or they implemented on or even that no one else chose. And they were like, I'll jump on this. I'll deep dive into this. Um, and the process was that they created a live um, in our Time Hacker Coach group got feedback on it from me from their peers and then and then we're let loose to the time hacker community and not only that but like it's still in the portal like they've added value into the portal um and I do think this went against a lot of like what we've been taught about what it takes to be hired the things that you have to tick and jump and hoop and skip I don't know um versus being like actually this is part of the training for this program and we're still going to use it and I still trust it's going to be valuable no matter what and just like allowing that and I think I, I learned so much and it's created such like a fire in me of like I think it's so valuable and I didn't see this before I saw this after I think it's so valuable to have people teach on a, a tool or a, or a skill or a concept that they didn't create because sometimes having the person that created it teach, like there's just certain things that I might miss because of my assumptions. And I think it was such a gift that we now have this additional sprint relay that when people come into Time Hackers, they can watch the video, the 10 minute video or whatever, and then go straight to like a 30 minute Q&A call where the most common questions are being answered. And it's just like such powerful value and it, it was just such a fun, it was honestly just like an experiment. I was like, let's just try it. Um, but I love what was created and I love how you all stepped up. And it was just, I'm just super proud of each of you. Um, so thank you for that. Vicky, can I add to what Helen was saying? So as each of, this is Emily, as each of you were talking, I, the visual that came to my mind is that we were like a fireworks display. Vicki, you offered us a point of connection and then we all expanded from that like throughout the program and it just felt and everybody expanded as much as they wanted to and it just together looked like this beautiful fireworks display that we created in the program. Um, and one of my personal points of expansion it happened during the Q&As that we did, the relay sprint, because for the very first one, I prepared so much. I'm a little embarrassed to tell you the number of hours I put into preparing for that 30 minute Q&A. Like I was highly prepared for it. And then in, I was had the opportunity to do a few of them in the second or third one. I can't remember which one it was. I had my whole spiel prepared and then somebody just interrupted and asked if they could ask their questions. And I was like, oh yeah, duh. that's the whole point of this. Get your questions answered. And we went off script and it was so fun to just ask questions and um help the person that was there to get helped and i carried that over into my full-time job and started asking myself like what if i just didn't over prepare for my work what if i just did it can i trust myself to do that can i trust that what i'm able to put together in x amount of time is the right amount of thing to deliver. It doesn't always work, but I have had 
pretty amazing results from that so far. So that was a huge point of expansion for me. Thank you for that little firework point. I love that visual. That's so fun. Thank you. Can, can we... I add to that? Or no, yeah. can oh. um yeah, the fireworks that is beautiful. It's this beautiful display. So I'll say that I went first. I don't know what made me decide to, but I was like, she says, be a time hacker, just do it. And I did it. I also knew that in my calendar, I was going to be traveling for much of the summer. And I have to say, I thought I was going to die. It was just, I was so, the level of fear was through the roof. And so one thing I could see too is in the container of safety, knowing that I have this beautiful relay team behind me, um, I could see that it was a mirror. Oh, this is just a projection of all the fears that I happen to carry around that hold me back from many other opportunities and challenges and things like that. And so at many points in the program, I felt like things were mirrors and that I was able to see and pull apart the things that I often would just take for granted as truth and say, oh, those are my stories about it. How interesting. Let's, let's see about that. So but that was another example of collective and individual that each person um, shown in their own way and that together it's this beautiful patchwork of information. Totally agree. And just for people listening, I did, people did have the option to not do it um, as well. So it's not like... No, she didn't make us make us, but she gave us an opportunity. And, you know, it was like creeping up on the diving board, like, oh, am I going to take this risk and, and for me around being seen and heard and getting my voice out there and that's also part of the feminist intervention my gosh we need so many more of our voices out there shaping the way culture operates and and how we set up work and how we set up life thank you I'm yeah and i want to say have, oh, oh sorry, no can I was just going to always have Benita talk first because she articulates what I want to say so well. I'm like, oh, that was much better than how I would have said it. But it was a lot of mirroring, right? And I think for me, the the FAQs that we're talking about, you know, the 30-minute question sessions and teaching concept, I saw where like in the beginning, like I did, I like watched that module I had to teach on like four times, just like watched over and over and over and over. Cause my brain was like, we have to teach it just like this. Right. Even though Vicky was very clear and concise, like, no, I do not want you to teach it just like me. I want you to teach it like you want to teach it. But again, it's like that trust issue for me. Like, no, I have to like do it just like she said. Um, and then the second one, I'm not even sure. I think I just watched it once, like probably like 45 minutes before I had to teach it. Uh, but what was really interesting is the deprogramming of how you did that. Because I am so used to com- competition, who has the highest grades, who has the better performance, who is the most charismatic etc. All of society standards that tells you, you get to be chosen. Right. And so it was like, well, how is she choosing? Who is she going to choose? What do we have to do? Like, is there an audition? Like, how is she picking? Right. And again, you're like, nope, taking all of that and throwing it out the window. Like all of you are already picked. And it was like this uh, rub for me. It was like, how, how am I already picked? Like, how do I know that I'm like good enough for this? And like, how do I, how do I know I'm chosen to do this? And like, am I not going to be chosen based on this? So there was that 
I think for some of us, I won't say all of us, cause I don't know, but for some of us, it was like that deprogramming of like, no, you get to be picked because you pick yourself. So powerful. Thank you for sharing Kim. Yeah. Thank you. So this is Helen. And uh, I wanted to, to just add to something Emily said, because uh, you shared your experience of coming over prepared to your first uh, Q&A. And I had an experience, there was one where that came up, uh, that came up um, spontaneously, maybe somebody had, like, wasn't available, but it was just like, okay, like tomorrow, there's this call, <laughs> does anybody want to do it? And I'm just like, well, I kind of did an exercise on it. So I think I can do it. You know? <laughs> and I, I just jumped on it. Like, I didn't, I didn't prepare a video because it was very short term. And we were just like, okay, just go, you know, and I just came in with it. I just decided to add a trance to it, to, to add like a future pacing trance. Um, because I'd done that before and I was just like, I think this is so valuable. So I'm just going to bring it. And that wasn't in the official curriculum before, you know, so it was also a kind of a, a, a risk I took just to be like, I think it's valuable. I'm going to bring it. And um, also... I didn't prepare other content. So I just went in there and I did have this moment of like, oh shoot, what if nobody shows up for this call? Like people can of course like watch the replay, right? So they don't have to be there live. What if nobody shows up? What if there's no questions? And so I had this like opposite experience of, so what happens now? <laughs> And it all worked out as well. But I just think that's beautiful that you can go into you can go into it this way or that, and you're gonna have an experience and your brain's gonna come up with things, like with thoughts either way, right? Um, but I just love how how we took like different approaches at different points in time. And uh, it was it it all worked out. Yes. In fact, like that was part of the gift for people. That is part of the gift for people to get the portal now is to see the different approaches that there's no like, you know, that we all get to be different. We get to approach it differently. We get to be ourselves and all of it gets to be valuable. And it may be that certain people find certain videos more valuable than others for themselves. And that's also beautiful. Like it's not about like everything being exactly the same because by doing that, you know, it's kind of like I see it like a target, right? Like a bullseye and a target. And if you're like, the only value is the target, then most people are going to miss. <laughs> most of us are going to miss. I'm going to miss, right? Like, instead of like seeing like, actually, like, we all, we're all different humans. And we all, even what I loved with some of you guys, because we had you rewatch the videos. I think, mean, Kim, you shared this is like, even rewatching the same content a year later lands differently. So how can we ever hit the target every time? You have to allow for that. Um, and I think you guys did that beautifully. But I am mindful of the time. We are supposed to um, be finishing in one minute. Um, so do people have, do you have five minutes? If anyone doesn't just, people have five minutes. Okay, five minutes. Amazing. So we're going to do two things. One, I'm going to ask each of you to share one sentence that you would say to anyone thinking about become, becoming a time hacker coach. Um maybe on the edge and then the second thing everybody stay on to hear how you can stay connected with each of these powerhouses and work with them independently of time hackers so yes time hacker coaches but they also have their own expertise where they can deep dive into that expertise with you um 
even more. So I really encourage you stay on to the end. Um, let's start with the, I, I, I'm saying the one sentence just because I'm mindful of the time. I know that can, saying less can be harder than, than not, but um, if you did, just want to unmute yourselves and you won't be in trouble if it's more than one sentence, <laughs> I promise. <laughs> I'll go so that no one steals my idea. <laughs> <laughs> the best time is right now. Ah, nice. The best time is right now. All the reasons that you like you have an inclination that you want to do this, all the reasons that you are excluding yourself are all the reasons that you should be in this room. So good. Tune into your body. What are you feeling? What are you sensing? Trust. You know already. So whatever it is, just do that. <laughs> so fun. Thank you all for playing that little game. Um, and I would love for each of you to unmute yourselves and let everyone know um, how they can stay connected with you as well. Find me on Instagram. My link will be in the show notes. Perfect. All, all the links will be in the show notes for sure. Who's next? I'll start calling names. <laughs> it's all right. I'll do it. It's, it's all right. <laughs> yeah, for me, it's also Instagram is the easiest. So that will be at Helen Lara Stone all together um, and apparently in the show notes. Yay. Um, at I On Instagram or TikTok. I prefer TikTok. So, and that will be on the show notes as well. Fun. TikTok's fun. Okay, Benita. I'm a coach for tired change makers. You can find me at restingtorise.com. Yay. Amazing. So all those links will be in the show notes. And what's fun is I asked for five minutes, but we only took one such time markers. <laughs> Thank you all for being pioneers, saying yes to this program with very little information, trusting yourselves, trusting each other, trusting me, trusting this community, trusting what we can create, trusting that now is the time for change and we are far more capable than our brains will let us believe and that other people have told us. Um, you will forever be special in my heart for saying yes. And you know, my intention for this group, I remember when Kayla was like, how many people do you want? I was like, I don't know, like three or four. <laughs> so it's been amazing. And I did want to make it a point to have everyone that was available that wanted to on the podcast instead of having it be a program where, you know, like, one or two people come so that everyone listening just if you've listened to all three episodes you've got a really rounded full picture of the experience um so thank you all for today thank you all for saying yes to yourselves and to this opportunity and for those of you listening um you can sign up right now to apply to become a time hacker coach program if you sign up today you lock in um lots of like I, I mean it'll all be there all the information will be there but if you feel called to do this then 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 let yourself that's what I would say to you um and if you don't but you want some one-to-one -one support then you can get come and get coached by some of these amazing powerhouses and time hacker coaches thank you for listening bye everyone bye Hey, if you want to get five hours a week back minimum for life, 
then I want to invite you to join Time Hackers. It's this podcast on speed where you'll get access to time hacking tools not shared on the podcast. You'll get access to my proven process for hacking your time to get five hours back every week at least. It's also my favorite place to hang out and will be yours too as you connect with other time hackers where you'll get celebrated, supported and coached of course. You are a time hacker. This is where you belong. Head to vickilouise.com forward slash group. I can't wait to see you there.